You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah B'Shem Israel 5781, 2021. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Ve'ezchanan, and in our Parsha, we have Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Hear, O Israel, Hashem our God, Hashem is one. The famous verse that we say every single day, an obligation to say it twice a day, when we go to sleep, when we get up. What is the idea behind Shema Yisrael? What is this Pasuk? What does the verse mean? What are we saying? Kriyas Shema, we call it. The Kriyas Shema. Every, every day we need to read to say Kriyas Shema. The word Kriyas Shema itself needs understanding. Kriya means to call, or it could also mean to read. The reading of Shema or the calling of Shema. What is the idea that we call out Shema? When we say Shema Yisrael, Hero Israel, who are we talking to? Who is Israel? We're we talking to ourselves. Is Hashem talking to us? Let's see the beautiful Medrash, which I think, if we understand it correctly, perhaps we can have a deeper understanding of what's going on and what we do every single day. Infuse, infuse that which we are already doing with deeper meaning. Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad says the Medrash, Halacha Adam Yisrael Shekara Kriya Shema V'Leidiktek Ve'Oisi Yisrael when we say Kriya Shema, every single day we read these special verses, these special paragraphs which speak about our obligation to love God. So in this week's parish, with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all your ability. There's an obligation to speak about the words of Torah wherever we are, wherever we're going, on the path, with our, with our children. This reminder, this constant reminder, the Torah, as represented by Shema Yisrael, it seems to me, reminds us over and over again, we have to repeat it to ourselves, what are we here for? What is our mission? Hashem is our God. Hashem is one. Everything flows out of that declaration. So when we say this declaration, says the Medrash, how careful do we need to be as we say the words? Is it okay to just say it quickly? Is it okay to rattle it off, so to speak, and allow the words to kind of slur into each other? Or do we need to be very precise and careful as we say it? This is what our sages say. If a person was not careful about the letters, and we'll see soon what that means to be careful about the letters, Rabbi Yaisi says a person can nevertheless fulfill his obligation. Rabbi Yehuda, Amir Rabbi Yehuda says, a person has not fulfilled his obligation if they were not careful to say the words properly. Says the Medrash, what does it mean to be careful to, about the letters? Our sages tell us that the verse says, with all of your heart, you need to separate between when you have a lamed at the end of a word, and a lamed at the beginning of the word, the same letter, so it's easy to slur the words together. It says, Bechol levavichem, with all of your heart. So the lamed, Bechol levavichem, make sure we say two letters there. Ve'avaratem meheira, two mems, a mem at the end of the word, a mem at the beginning of the word. So you need to make a separation between the mems. Amar Yehud b'shem rav. Okay, so that's the first thing. We need to read it carefully. According to one opinion, if you don't read it carefully, you're not Yotzi, you'd have not fulfilled your obligation. I want to understand, what is the idea behind this? Why is it so important to say it clearly? 
What's the concept? You know, the way that I asked the question to my son when we studied this together was, you know, if I'm speaking to you, if I talk very fast and I slur all my words together, and but, but you get what I'm saying. In a communication, it's not per se so, so important exactly if I enunciate every single letter and make it very clear. In a communication between me and you, as long as you understand what I'm saying, <laughs> I've communicated. Perhaps there's something more than a communication going on, or we need to understand what is Kriyashima, what are we doing with Kriyashima, what is the, the point, what is the goal, and why would that require that we say the words very carefully? I'm Rabbi Yehuda Rav. Rabbi Yehuda says in the name of Rav. If a person, let's say, is traveling, and, he, and the time comes, perhaps the end of Kriya Shema, there's a certain time a person needs to say Shema. So, if that moment comes, so, he needs to stop what he's doing, stop traveling, stand still, and say Shema. In languages, to accept upon oneself the yoke of heaven. You need to stand still. When are we st- stating that God is the King? When we say that Hashem, our God, Hashem is one. In that line, the second part of Shema, that is a statement that God is the King. Since God is the King, since we're making such a statement, we need to stand still. Okay, so as I'm reading this, I'm saying, okay, Shema Yisrael, what's Shema Yisrael then? You just told me Hashem Elokein, Hashem Echad. That is where we are uh, making Hashem our God, our King, right? But what about Shema Yisrael? What is that statement? Shema Yisrael, hero Israel. It, it's like, are we speaking to, again, we, I asked the question already, but I'm repeating it here. What is the idea? If Hashem Elokein, Hashem Echad is the Malchus part, making God our King, Shema Yisrael, hero Israel, who is speaking? Are we speaking to ourselves? Are we speaking to the Jewish people generally, to the people of Israel? Uh, is Hashem speaking to us, perhaps? Let's see. Listen to this, because I think the next section of the Medrash starts to get more Midrashic and less Halachic. I think it reveals, it, un- uh, it unlocks the mystery here. Says the Medrash, the literal way to read it here is what was the merit that the Jewish people had that they were able to say Kriya Shema they were able to have this special mitzvah but perhaps we could read it actually differently this is based on the questions that the Mephoshim asked perhaps we could read it differently and then the question won't be a question I'm not going to get into that question that we're not going to ask but from when from when Mehechan means from where at what point did the Jewish people begin to have the idea of Kriya Shema, of reading the Shema. Amar Pinchas Barchama. Pinchas Barchama says something amazing. Something that you would never have known if you didn't read this Medrash. From the time of Matan Torah, the time that God gave the Ten Commandments to the Jewish people, at that moment, there was a conversation that occurred. That was the first inkling of this concept of Shema. Even though we're in Devorim, we're in Deuteronomy. So Deuteronomy is the speech that Moshe Rabbeinu gave in the last year of the Jewish people, that the Jewish people were in the wilderness. 38 years before, 39 years before, maybe 40 full years before, the Jewish people received the Torah at Mount Sinai. 
they received the Aserah Sadivers, the Ten Commandments. In that conversation, where Hashem spoke to the Jewish people, we could call it a conversation perhaps, as we'll see, Hashem started off the Aserah Sadivers with an unbelievable thing, Ketzad. Listen to this. This is important. Listen to this. Ketzad. We find that when God began speaking to the Jewish people, He started off with this thing, with these words. Before God said, The first of the Ten Commandments, I am Hashem your God who took you out of Egypt. He said as follows, God said to the Jewish people, to the Israelites, Hear, O Israel, listen up, Jewish people. And with that introduction, he jumped into the fact that I am Hashem your God. You don't know this because it doesn't say it in the verse, but the Medrash tells us, At that moment, the Jewish people responded and said, Hashem our God, Hashem is one. They accepted upon themselves, as we said, those four words, Hashem our God, Hashem is one is making God our king. They responded, Jewish people heard God say, Hear, O Israel, listen up, here's the first of the Ten Commandments, I am Hashem your God. And they responded and said, Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad, you are Hashem, you are one, you are our king. They accepted upon themselves the first of the Ten Obligations, the first of the Ten Commandments, and so on. The Marzu says that actually this was something that happened with each and every one of the Ten Commandments. God said, Listen, they said, they responded and said, Hashem, you are our God. Now listen up. Moses then proceeded to say, Blessed is the name of the honor of God's kingdom forever and ever. Which is, so we have here what we say every single day. And then we say, We say quietly, Blessed is the name of God's honor forever and ever. So Moshe said that in response to the, the Jewish people's statement of Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. What is the Medrash saying? Why does Moshe say Baruch Shem? Why do the Jewish people say Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad? Why is God saying Shema Yisrael? And I think that the Medrash is clearly saying that when I say the words Shema Yisrael, Hear O Israel, who am I talking to? It's God talking to me. Shema Yisrael, I'm speaking out the words that God said to the Jewish people, Shema Yisrael, and then I am responding to Hashem's request of listen up. Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Hashem our God, Hashem is one. Now, hold on a second with what is the idea of Baruch Hashem Kivot What is Moshe's response? Blessed is the name of the honor of His king, kingdom forever and ever. I want to I want to discuss that. But I want to point something else out. Kriyas Shema. What is the idea of Kriyas Shema? Kriyas Shema means reading of Shema, but I think it means more than that. I think it means calling, the calling. There's a concept of Korah HaGever. In the morning, in the Beis HaMegdash, in the Holy Temple, the Kohanim would bring, in the morning, in the afternoon, a special Korban, a daily Korban, the Korban Tamid, the daily Oila, twice a day, Shachris and Mincha, in the morning, in the afternoon. But it could only be brought once it was daytime. So they had a watchman looking out towards the east, waiting to see when the day begins. Korah HaGever, he would call out, Korah, he would call out, Heyer Mizrach, 
that the East has started to light up. Conversation, how far, how far East is it even until Hebron? Yes. Kara HaGever, what is Kriya? A Kriya is a, an announcement. It's calling out an announcement. It's God's announcement. You know, the way that I, again, asked it to my son is when, when God gave the Ten Commandments, the Jewish people were already, God was ready to give the Ten Commandments. Did he just like launch into it? Or did he say, okay, everybody, listen up. Number one, I am Hashem your God. Number two, don't have any idols. Number three, Bechula, etc. Did he say, listen up? The Medjish here is saying that God said, listen up. When, when we say to ourselves, listen up, we are calling attention to this. We are calling our attention to what's about to be said. And we need a confirmation. And the Jewish people said, it was a confirmation, yes, I accept upon myself to do your will, God. It's not enough to hear it. It's not enough to hear. Shema Yisrael means listen up and confirm. 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 Here's what your instructions are. Confirmation, yes, check. Number one, love Hashem your God. With all your heart, with all, check. Number two, Speak about speak about them with all of your heart. Don't watch out. If you don't do it, this is what's gonna happen. Keep all of the mitzvahs check. It's a checklist, so to speak. It's a proclamation. Kriyas Shema is a proclamation that here is what it means to be a Jew. Shema Yisrael, God says to us, listen up, Jews. This is what it means. To be my servant, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, we respond and say, "Yes, you are our king." We acknowledge it, and here's the list: love Hashem your God, speak about the words of Torah, learn constantly every single day, teach it to your children, go over it and go over it and go over it and go over it. Don't stop. Clarity: What is my job here? I am God's servant. What are the details? Here are the details. Check, check, check. That is what Kriyas Shema is. Kriyas Shema is a proclamation, a statement of intent. And that's why it's so important to say the words clearly. It's not just the communication that I'm speaking to you. It's, in a certain sense, Hashem speaking to us and our confirmation and when you confirm something, when you confirm your commitment, it's got to be really clear. When you have a contract with somebody, the details of the contract are important. And everything needs to be clear so we know what's my job, what am I being paid for, what are my obligations, where's my job, and clarity. That's what Kriya Shema is. Hashem says, listen up, and we say, we're listening. Check, check, check. That I believe is the Pshat and the Medrash. Now, Baruch Shenkiva Machusavavet is an awesome thing. It's so beautiful, especially in light of what we're saying. Moshe Rabbeinu, a different Medrash, tells us 
that Moshe Rabbeinu came up to, to Shomayim, he came up to the heavens, and he heard the angels saying, Baruch Shein Kavamach Blessed is the name of the honor of God's Malch, of his, of his kingship forever and ever. Now we say it quietly, why? What does that mean that we say it quietly? Why do the angels say this out loud? I believe that the idea, in thinking about it, wait, one intro, we find that we say this in another place. Every single year, on Yom Kippur, we recount that which happened in the Holy Temple every year on Yom Kippur, and which will happen again, Bezrat Hashem soon, in the Beis HaMegdash, in the Holy Temple, on the Temple Mount, in Jerusalem, every single year on Yom Kippur. The Kohen would be involved in confessing his own sins, the sins of his family, the sins of the Kohanim, the sins of the Jewish people. And in so doing, he would mention God's name three times in each of these particular confessions. He would mention God's name. And in mentioning God's name, the entire Jewish people, whoever was there in the, in the Heichel, witnessing the event, would fall down, prostrate themselves, bow down to God and say, Baruch Shem Kivoy Machusal Olam Va'ed. Blessed is the name of the honor of God's kingdom forever and ever. I think there's a hint in there, and also from the angels, what is the concept of the second verse that we say quietly? And we have an idea that it's not... On Yom Kippur we say it out loud, right? On Yom Kippur we say it out loud. What is the idea behind this verse? And I think that if we think about it properly, if we think about it, we will recognize and realize that this verse is saying wherever you see God manifest, right? Blessed is the name of the honor of God's kingship. His kingship. When, how do you see that there's a king in this place? Because his, his stamp is everywhere. You see the people are taken care of. You see that whenever the people, the people have respect for the king, they are interested in doing his will. He takes care of them and they are interested in doing the king's will. Wherever you see God's will being done, Wow, look! God is manifest right here. Unbelievable! You can see God right here. When you see a godly person, when you see somebody do something very high, very godly, person is mavater, he gives up. He gives up on his honor. He gives into somebody else. He does something godly, something high, something spiritual. You see God there. The angels can say it because they openly see God manifest. On Yom Kippur, when the Jewish people are forgiven for their sins, now they are completely, once again, aligned with God's will. The, the sins represent all the times that they've done wrong. God forgives us of our sins. We can hear His name. What is His name? It's the name that we don't pronounce today. It's only pronounced in the temple. We pronounce in the future. We will use God's name in the future. But we don't use it today. It represents the fact that He is manifest. He's the one who gives reality to all that there is. He was, He is, He always will be. He's Mehaveh. He brings everything into being. When we see that, when we hear that name, fall down. Unbelievable. 
we fall down. When we, when we lie down on the floor, we prostrate ourselves to God. We are showing that we are completely subservient to Him. He is our King. We are just here to serve Him. We are just here to bring God into the world. That's when we say, Blessed is the name of God's honor. I can see it. Oh my gosh. I can see God's honor. That's that declaration. The Jewish people hear God speaking. He says, Shema Yisrael. He says, Listen. I have a declaration to make and I want you to confirm it. I am Hashem your God who took you out of Egypt. Jewish people say, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, Hashem our God. Hashem is one. He is our King. Yes, we confirm. He is our King. He is the only God that there is. He is the one who took us out of Egypt. Moshe Rabbein responds, Baruch Shem Wow! In that subservience, in that falling down of the Jewish people in front of God, God is manifest. God is manifest in that moment. That is the idea. To wrap it up, what is the idea of Kriya Shema? What are we doing? What are we calling out? We're calling out Shema Yisrael. Is God calling to us? We're, we're repeating what God said to the Jewish people at Mount Sinai. We're repeating that statement. Listen up. Listen up. And we are responding. Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. God, you are our King. And then we say quietly, because every single time we say Shema, it's unbelievable. It requires thought. It requires a pause. Every single time we say Shema, we are saying that God is our King and we have made a Kiddush Hashem. We've brought God into the world. Every time I say, God, you are my King. God, I'll do your will. I will love you. I will serve you with all of my heart and with all of my soul. I will learn, I will study these words, I will study, try to understand your will. I will talk about it with my children. I will learn every single day when I get up, when I go to sleep, when I'm walking, when I'm, whatever I'm involved in, the Torah is what I'm going to be talking about. When I say that, and I say that clearly, and I confirm that, that is the ultimate Kiddush Hashem, the ultimate Revelation of Hashem. It's possible every single day to do it. Revealing Hashem in every single day, in every single moment, in all of my actions. And then we say, Baruch Shem Wow! I just revealed Hashem. I can see Hashem right here, right now, in my subservience to Him, in my submission to Him, my absolute and total submission to Him, that He is my God. I want to bless you and ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us that we should be able to take an opportunity to recognize what it means that Kriya Shema is a calling, a calling to ourselves. We should be able to use it. We should be able to make Hashem our King. We should be able to hear and pause and recognize and use the opportunity that Hashem has given us. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.